I got to ask you a secret question. (laughs) Is it true that sometimes you, because the secret difference between a bayali and a bagel, obviously, is that you take the dough, you boil it, and then you go and Mm -hmm. bake it, right? That's That's technically what a bagel is, different from bread or something else. So it's that boiling of it. Is it true that you used something toxic like lye, just teeny amount of it, that actually is the difference between a great bagel and a okay bagel? No, no. Okay. First of all, it's not just, I know everyone thinks also the water and the boiling. That's not all it is. Um, and also, I mean, bagels are actually the only bread that um, is actually boiled and it actually keeps the freshness and the longevity. That's why they taste so good for so long. But no, I mean, it's also like my aunt always said, the biggest ingredient and the thing that makes us and sets us apart is that it's made with a lot of love and a lot of care and they're hand rolled and they're baked and they're boiled on the premises each and every day. And you can't get anything like that, you know? If that's, you're going to- that's what this Joe Ariel from Goldbelly kind of realized is, yeah, it's food, but certain foods like your bagel, mm-hmm. there's an emotional connection that people have with the food that they grew up with. So if you all of a sudden now live in Des Moines, Iowa, you can now say, mm-hmm. Melanie, can you ship me some Essa bagels and I'll put them in the freezer? What is it like for you to see that emotional connection uh, to to food. What does that make you think of? You know, it 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 actually it really warms my heart. I mean, if my aunt was alive today, I mean, I think she would just be thrilled because it literally the store was her baby, like it is to me now, and mm-hmm. it, that's what she treated it like. I mean, and to see people really bring it into their home, that's what we always say. As the bagel is just not about, you know, it's the bagel, but it's the whole feeling. It's the tradition. It's family. It's sitting around the table. You know, we used to sit around every Saturday morning and have the bagels and the schmears and all the, like, appetizing that you could possibly imagine. And to see people, you know, when they come to New York and then get them shipped to them all the way out in Iowa or Montana, even, you know, it, it, it's just incredible to me. And, you know, the bagel isn't just for breakfast anymore, right? Mm. It's become like a staple, mm. you know, like, like pizza, you know, it's the same kind of thing. So it's, it's, it's so gratifying and I'm, I'm so grateful. Let me tell doubt, you something. I'm, I'm here in Los Angeles for a million years now. I still have my accent. Thank <laughs> God. I'm from Far Rockaway. You know where Far Rockaway is? Yes. Yeah, not far. far from Woodmere. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I dated a girl in Woodmere. Oh my God, I, I nearly totaled her Firebird. Her father wanted to kill me. That's a whole nother story. But I love Woodmere, and uh, actually, you know who's from Woodmere? David Friedman, who became the ambassador to Israel under Trump. David Friedman and I were classmates at Columbia together. Who knew? But he was from mm-hmm. Woodmere. His father was the rabbi at uh, the shul in in Woodmere. Actually, um, I want to play a soundbite yeah. because. Your world of bagels, the world of sports, the world of art, the world of surgery, it's, it's the same in terms of there was this rescue that you probably never even expected would happen when this Joel Ariel walks into your place. He comes before COVID even hits. Who even knew? Mm-hmm. So I want to, you know, I, I, they say the eyes don't see what the mind doesn't know. I want you to listen to the soundbite and tell me what this means to you. So Steve Paulette, let's play... Uh, one and two from uh, Bob Geldorf. There's not a little voice in the back of your head that's regretting starting all this. I know that it's a tremendously good cause, but yeah. regretting you being up front and carrying 
no, I don't mind that. Cash. If, if like, uh, because if you fail, it's not from want of trying, and um, it's something that uh, you have to try uh, with really everything you've got to do. What can we expect tomorrow? Um, as you said so eloquently. Um, <laughs> Steady. Steady, Bob. Pop's greatest day. I think the Australians have just finished with their 12 hours, so it'll be interesting to see how they've done. And um, I think that it will be wonderful, I think is the right word to use. And I think throughout the day, I think the whole romance of the thing will finally hit home when the Russian bands come in and you think of some kids in Siberia maybe getting drunk, having a party, watching us all here. Yeah. And in Philadelphia, it's nice. This is Bob, that was Bob Geldorf in 1985 mm -hmm. being interviewed before he launches Live Aid, this gigantic fundraiser mm -hmm. for famine in Africa. And I love when he's coming to the rescue of the small person, the person who can't speak for themselves, and he uses two words, Melanie, wonderful and romance, into the description of this project, if you will. Is that how you would describe... Goldbelly and this Joe Ariel coming to a place in New York and that moment that day when he says you need to be in Los Angeles and in Kansas City and in every place else that it's wonderful and romance does that make sense to you? 